Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I feel like over the course of the season, you get an interesting opportunity, whatever whatever team you watch the most of, right? Everybody out there listening to me right now has a favorite team. You, Most of you out there would have a team that you watch every snap of. I watch a lot of football, right? I don't watch every snap of every game in college football and the NFL. That would be virtually impossible. But I'm in like probably the 99th percentile for people who watch football games. I'm way up there, so I watch a lot. But I never miss a snap of the University of Tennessee or the Tennessee Titans. And so last night I went to the Titans-Colts game in Nashville. It's the fourth game that I've been to uh, in Nissan Stadium this season. I'm a season ticket holder for the Titans. And it was funny, like as I was sitting down, so I took my 10-year-old, who is a huge fan, And we took one of his friends, and then I had a buddy that I was meeting there. And so, uh, you know, we're all sitting down, and my wife has tracked down the tweets that I sent last year after the Titans choked away a game against the Colts. And it was me saying that I'm done with the Colts-Titans series. Because I really do feel like at some point, if the same thing happens over and over and over again, you just have to go back and say, I don't know why I'm investing time and effort and energy in this when we already know how it's going to end. And I I don't think a lot of people realize because the Titans haven't been like super awful. They haven't been great, but they haven't been super awful. I don't think a lot of people realize how badly 
the Colts dominate this Titans-Colts series. And so since 2008, which is a long time, right? Going all the way back to 2008, the Titans and the Colts have played 23 times. The Colts have won 19 of them. Do you know how hard it is to go 19-4 and against somebody in the NFL? And it's not like we're talking about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick here. We're talking about the Colts who have gone through multiple coaches. They've gone through multiple quarterbacks during that period. I mean, going all the way back to 2008 is Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck, which, by the way, was unbelievably fortunate for the Colts. Then a couple of years of uh, Jacoby Brissett off and on. And now they got Phillip Rivers, and it really doesn't matter who the quarterback is for the Colts. They go out and they beat the Titans. And so the Titans are now 4-19 and in the last uh, 23 games, and they're 2-8 and at home. And I've watched all of those games. And so last year, I said, I'm done. I'm not going in person to any more of these games. Then my 10-year-old wanted to go. And so I decided to go. And the whole way back, driving back from this game, I'm like, why, why did I make the decision to do this? Why do I put myself through this? I'm too old for this. I'm 41. My life for things that I control goes pretty well. My business goes pretty well. I make those decisions. I can run it. My radio show goes pretty well. I make those decisions. I can run it. Why would I let an incompetent franchise have any control over the way that I feel in any way? Because the Titans are incompetent in this series. The city of Indianapolis basically has a mortgage on Nissan Stadium. The Titans are paying rent to the Colts. The Colts own them. The Colts own the Titans franchise. The Titans are a subsidiary of Indianapolis Colts Football, Inc. They can't win. And it's almost impossible to lose this many games in the NFL, which is set up to create parity. And I'm basically over it. I'm going to have to retire again. Dub, did you look up? Because I was kind of curious, like, the Jets are awful, right? And the Patriots are good. I bet that 4-19 is somewhat similar to what the Jets have done against the Patriots in their last 23. Well, you're right on the number. 4-19, the low lives, the New York Jets against the mighty New England Patriots. That makes sense, right? The Patriots and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick going 19-4 and in their last 23 against the New York Jets. But you mentioned the Titans and you mentioned the Colts. I mean, they're pretty even for the most part. Now, year that's in what year people out. think who don't watch these games. I mean, other than this series, I'm saying, you know, you'd, you'd think this year, for instance, they're they're fairly even teams. And you go back over the last 10 or 12 years, they're pretty even. You know, obviously the Colts had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, but the Tennessee Titans aren't a horrible franchise. They're they're a decent team year in and year out. This is this is like a total the Titans impossibility. Are the, most, the Titans are, to be frank, the most mediocre possible franchise. I, I, the Titans own eight and eight, seven and nine, nine and seven, like nobody's business. The no, the Titans have had four straight winning seasons. I believe I'm correct in this. 
all four of them have been nine and seven. Like it's, it, it, they're probably going to go nine and seven for a fifth straight year. So the level of slightly above mediocrity or slightly below mediocrity that the Titans are capable of accomplishing is really something. Because you look at all the other teams that have winning records over the last four years, and like they have a higher ceiling, right? Like, oh, they went thirteen and three. Oh, they went twelve and four. No, the I'm telling you right now, I'm going to go ahead and write the Titans. Even this year, tantalizing. They started off five and zero, oh, and you're like, maybe this is the year the Titans really break through that eight and eight, nine and seven type ceiling. No, they're going to go four, whatever the math is. When you start off five and zero, oh, they're going to go four and seven to finish the season, and they are going to go nine and seven. I mean, it's just it's like uh, uh, Jeff Fisher was the king of this. Didn't matter what Jeff Fisher did, he went eight and eight. That's what he did with the Titans for all those years, and now the Titans have got a new coach. It's like the third different coach they've had since they fired Jeff Fisher, and all of them go eventually, like at the peak of their abilities, they go like 9-7. and seven. I can't figure it out. Like, I, I don't understand how it's possible that the ceiling for the Titans is basically 9-7. and seven. Like, that's what the franchise is. Everything goes well, we're going to find a way to go 9-7. and seven. And here we are again. You know what I, I can tell you? I can, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. The Titans are going to lose in 10 days to the Ravens. That'll drop them to six and four. Then they're going to go on the road and they're going to lose to the Colts. And that will drop them to six and five. And they will have started off five and zero oh, and followed up five and zero oh by going one and five. Right. And then they'll be coming back home to play the Browns. And everybody's going to be like, well, it's a really big game. And I'm going to be like, why do I care? I don't know. I don't. I shouldn't have come out of retirement. I shouldn't have gone to this game last night. I should have just stayed at home. I could have turned it off the whole second half. I mean, did you see that punt? How can a professional punt the ball like that? I don't even know what the... Like, I am professional on the radio. I don't even know what the equivalent of me kicking the ball... Like, if, if, if I were as bad at my job as that ignoramus loser punter was when he punted the ball what was it like an 18 yard punt I think in it was an 17. NFL game a, a seven it wasn't blocked right no it was not touched other than the side of his foot I mean a 17 yard punt in an NFL game that would be me coming on national radio and and dropping like five curse words in a row which is by the way what I want to do describing that punt and just walking out of the studio and not showing up for the rest of my show. It's so bad that you should no longer be able to be a professional again if you do that. That's like at the that's like at the Masters if somebody was uh, like getting set to hit their tee shot and they just swung and missed at the tee shot. It's so bad that as a professional you shouldn't be capable of doing that. What was it, a 17-yard punt? 17 yards. I mean, that basically decided the game. I mean, you, your punter should never be so bad in an NFL game that he decides the game with his incompetence. A 17-yard a punt that nobody, like, 
This is what I'm talking about. Like the the 17-yard punt is so Titans it hurts. That's what a, a team that has gone four and nineteen against another team does. It's just it's infuriating. Everyone Dude, in that stadium. The last time? Is there is there is there a? I mean, in all honesty, when is the last time that there was a 17-yard punt? I'm not talking about a block kick. I'm, I'm giving the Titans. Uh, this punter is so bad that I am giving a pass to the block kick. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm just assuming that, of course, he's going to get a block k- kick immediately, return perfectly for a touchdown. I'm just saying, when's the last time without being blocked that an NFL punter kicked the ball 17 yards? And and it wasn't like, uh, you know, a, a hundred mile an hour winds blowing into his face. Or it wasn't so dark, all the lights were out, and he couldn't actually see the ball. I mean, just, you're there, you drop the ball, and it goes 17 yards. When's the last time that happened? Where did this guy come from? What, what, they tried out a bunch of new punters. Why are you signing a new punter? I, I mean this honestly. What was this guy doing beforehand? Does anybody know? How are you not employed as a punter and then you get employed and kick in an NFL game? What are you doing all day? What is your real life job? I I don't even know how you train as a punter. Does he just have a big bag of balls and he just shows up in a park and just picks the, like, does he have a snapper with him? I I mean, I'm 100% serious about this. If you are not on an NFL team, and you are trying to be a punter, how in the world do you do that? How do you train? You don't have a long snapper with you, do you? Do you just like stack a bag of balls and like, is it like being a golfer? And you just pick one ball up after another? Maybe that's his problem. He hasn't actually had to field the snap and kick. He's just been leaning over, picking up his bag of balls and putting, this is so incompetent. This seven, what did you look up stats dub on the punting? Yeah, I went to Reddit because I figured with something like this, it's the place to go. And there was a punter by the name of Brian Barker who played for the Washington, at the time, Redskins. And in 2003, here was his punting stat line. He had a 16-yard punt. And these are all not blocked, by the way. 16-yard punt, 9-yard punt, 28-yard punt, and then he really kicked it into gear with a 39-yard punt that to finish things multiple off. Multiple kicks for the – I mean, I just – I, I I don't understand how a punter can be so bad. Like, I shouldn't leave an NFL game and be furious at the punter. Right? I mean, I just, how, where did this guy come from? Why is he so bad? What, I, and why did I put myself in a position to go sit and watch this in person? The second half was, I mean, it was like, it was like Chinese water torture. I mean, play after play after play. When is Philip Rivers going to retire? Philip Rivers only exists at this point to torment teams that I root for. The Titans were like the only team that couldn't beat the Chargers. The Chargers lose every imaginable way, except the Titans couldn't beat them. They beat the, finally beat Philip Rivers last year on a crazy goal line stand situation. But I, I mean, Sometimes sitting up 
and being able to see the entire field is better in terms of understanding what's going on in a game than being watching on television. So I had, you know, up in the stands, able to see the entire field. Phillip Rivers, no one ever got close to Phillip Rivers except for the one sack that the Titans got at the end of the half. And then you know what the guy did? He got up and celebrated so Phillip Rivers could get back and get the playoff. Did you notice that play, Dub? The Titans got a sack on the only sack they got on Phillip Rivers the whole game. Near the end of the first half, the Colts have no timeouts. The guy gets the sack, the only one the Titans would get all game, gets up, celebrates the sack, instead of laying on Phillip Rivers as long as he possibly could to allow the clock to run out, and the Colts got the ball grounded with one second left, and then they kicked a field goal. It's just it's it, it's just incompetence of the highest level. I think I could have punted better than that guy. I, I really do. I think I could have been a better punter than that ignoramus 17-yard, 18-yard punter. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be We've got the Masters rolling. A lot of Masters to watch over the weekend. Uh, But there still is a decent amount of college football and NFL on the horizon. And what we usually do in the Friday edition of the show in the second hour is Dub and I go through and we pick, kind of give you a viewer guide if you could only watch one NFL game and if you could only watch one college football game, which games would you pick? Now, Challenges, obviously, with uh, so many college games being postponed. Uh, But as we work through and try to figure out, we'll start with the NFL. And to me, the best game, it's kind of a weird NFL slate in general. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I go through, first of all, it's strange because usually it's right at that one Eastern window at 10 a.m. on the West Coast. There's a ton of great games coming on. The early games are really kind of awful. I mean, and I'm just going to run through them. Texans, Browns, okay. You know, like if you're a Browns fan, you're hoping to be able to make the college, uh, to make the NFL playoffs. But man, I mean, the Texans have been really difficult to watch. They've already got an interim coach. Uh, Deshaun Watson has not been very good. Washington against the Lions. I mean, that's a game that only the players' moms could love. Jags, Packers, okay, the Packers should should take care of the Jags with ease, but that should have happened against the Vikings a couple weeks ago too, and it didn't. Eagles-Giants, another one of the awful NFC East matchups. And then I think really the only somewhat compelling game uh, going on early, and I'm going to let you pick first, Dub, because I think it's your game, the Bucks panthers that's your number one overall pick, right? Absolutely, and the Panthers, I'll start with them. I remember listening to people before the season started, and this was a team that people thought were going to win like two, three, four games. Well, they're three and five still, but they took the Chiefs to the wire last week, and they've had some competitive competitive games all year long. Teddy Bridgewater 
has been playing really well. Now, Christian McCaffrey is out again, but I'm not really sure that matters all that much because Mike Davis has stepped in this year, and they've been rolling. I mean, their offense has been going up and down the field. Their defense is not great, but the Buccaneers' defense wasn't great last week, losing, as we know, in an absolute blowout fashion, 38-3. to So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested to see how the Bucs bounce back one and to see how the Panthers compete against this Buccaneers team because we've seen the Panthers go toe-to-toe with some of the best teams in the league, most recently last week against the Chiefs, where they had, a, I'll call it a field goal attempt, even though I think it was a 67-yard field goal attempt to win the game, which personally I love seeing that because <laughs> I think there's a better chance of that going in than a Hail Mary. So that's kind of like I would have probably done that too if I was Matt Rule, but I like the way Matt Rule has been calling plays and Joe Brady as well. So this is a game I'm really intrigued to see. A, can the Panthers keep hanging in there, maybe beating some good teams, and B, can the Bucks bounce back from what was by far their worst loss of the season last week? Okay, so I think this is an I think that's an intriguing game, and I like the Bucks. We're going to get into uh, the NFL picks later in the show. Uh, I think the Bucks will bounce back in a big way after a pretty atrocious performance. Let's be honest, as bad of a performance as you could possibly have. In fact. I said if you had to look at the best performance we've seen in the AFC and the best performance that we've seen in the NFC in terms of a, oh, wow, this makes me think the team that won is a Super Bowl contender, what the Saints did to the Bucks is that in the NFC and what the Chiefs did to the Ravens is that in the AFC. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what happens. Right? Those are the early games that we just kind of ran through. And then there are a lot of moving parts in the, uh, in the afternoon with games kicking off in the second window that are really intriguing. And I'll give you a couple of them because I think this is when all the good games are going on. I think that Chargers-Dolphins is a whale of a game. Uh, I think that whatever happens in uh, in Chargers-Dolphins, Justin Herbert against Tua is going to be a matchup that we talk about for years and years to come because I think both of these guys have shown us early signs, particularly Herbert, that they are going to be good for a long time to come. The Bills on the road against the Cardinals is an absolutely phenomenal game, and I'll give you a hint. I'm making a gambling pick on that one. I'll give it to you in the third hour of the program in the final segment. But Bills, uh, Cardinals, phenomenal game. Uh, 49ers Saints, I mean, it's kind of the last stand of the 49ers. They have to win that game considering what's going on in the NFC West. And Ravens-Patriots, to me, is an intriguing game because Cam has just kind of fallen off the the reservation. In fact, Dub, I want you to defend your boy Cam since you're an Auburn guy. Cam has two touchdown passes against seven interceptions. I know he doesn't have a lot of weapons, But to me, Cam Newton is demonstrating, at least so far through half the season, that he's no longer going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Do you believe that Cam will be a starting quarterback in the NFL next year? It's a tough one because that ratio is not exactly what you're hoping for with your starting quarterback. I'm not sure. I mean, he's definitely not going to walk into some some building and be the day one starter. I think he's going to have maybe a chance to compete for a job, but... I mean, as of right now, what he's put forth this season, it hasn't been impressive. And last week against the Jets, they came back from 10 points twice to beat the winless Jets. So, I mean, that's not exactly, you know. They had to bomb through a 50-plus yard field goal in the final play of the game to beat the Jets. Yeah. And they had to come back from 10 down late, as you mentioned, thanks to Joe Flacco making a disastrous decision, uh, rinse, repeat, on that interception. Maybe it was almost intentional taking a shot like he did. 
Yeah, so they got the Ravens this week. I'm not sure how that game even stays close, to be honest with you. The way the Ravens' defense has been playing and the way the New England offense has been playing, I think the Ravens could score 21 points and win by about 21. All right, so we've got the Seahawks and the Rams going on. Uh, that's my pick for the best NFL game going on this weekend. So I ran through a lot of them kind of to give you a sense on why I was making the pick that I am. And to me, the Seahawks desperately need this game. And some people are going to say, what are you talking about? The Seahawks are on fire. Russell Wilson is one of the leading candidates for the MVP. Yeah, but he's going up against the Rams' defense, which has been arguably the best in the NFL. And Jared Goff has been wobbly. And when we last saw the Rams, they were turning the ball over left and right against the Dolphins. And I think with an extra week to prepare like Sean McVay has, I just really feel like the Rams are going to come out and dominate in this game. And so if you watch that Rams game, that Rams-Dolphins game a couple of weeks ago, the, the Rams have had two weeks to stew over it. If they can win this game, if they can win this game, and I think the Rams will, they're a small favorite. If the Rams can win this game, then they are putting themselves in position to potentially win the NFC West, which is the toughest division in all of the NFL right now. And if you start to look uh, again at the breakdown, I know that in general, there's not a ton of difficulty out there for uh, for the, the some of these teams down the stretch run outside of their division. But to me, the Rams get it done. They would be number one in the NFC West. We would go from talking about Russell Westbrook, uh, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson MVP. People want to know about Russell Westbrook being traded. Russell Wilson MVP. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to catch him. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to catch Russell Wilson and end up being the MVP before all is said and done. So I like the Rams in this game. I think it's the most intriguing one out there. The outcome of this game could go a long way towards deciding who is going to be the overall NFC East champ. So give me the Rams in this one. Are you buying in, Dub, that you think this will be a good game as well? I think it's a good game on paper, but I'm worried it's going to be a blowout like we saw last week against uh, Seattle and Buffalo because this Seahawks defense is just straight-up horrible. And Sean McVay... If you could pick one or two offensive minds in the NFL to take apart a defense, he's probably one of them. So I'm expecting the Rams to put up a ton of points. I know Jared Goff hasn't had the greatest year of all time this season, but you don't really have to be that great to put up numbers against this Seahawks defense. So I think the Rams might actually just roll in this one. Uh, It could very well be true. So that is my pick. All right, let's go to college football. It's a little bit more difficult. And uh, I'll let you – well, I'll go first. This to me, the Big Ten has been a challenge all season, right? Uh, we fought at, at this uh, this show harder for college football to be played and for the Big Ten to play than anybody out there in the country. Nobody fought harder than us to try to find a way to get the Big Ten out on the field. And then there's been all sorts of issues with the Big Ten starting up, and we even have talked some about sort of the cataclysmic Big Ten scenario, which is you could end up with an Indiana Northwestern, let's say. Big Ten championship game, and that could be partly because of all the different games that are canceled. Well, Wisconsin has already had two different games canceled. Their game against Nebraska and their game against Purdue, they finally are coming back. They have no more margin for error in the Big Ten where they have said you can't miss any more games and still be eligible to win your division. So basically, Wisconsin has to win out. And so when you look at this scenario, they are going on the road against Michigan. So the Wisconsin storyline is a really interesting one 
because of the double cancellations that they've already had for their football season. So right now, best case scenario, Wisconsin plays six games, and they don't really control, unfortunately for them, whether their opponents are going to be able to play or not, okay? So that in and of itself is difficult. But as if that were not enough, you also now have to deal with Michigan, which has been awful so far this year. They won their opener against Minnesota. Well, Minnesota's not very good. P.J. Fleck, they're not rowing the boat very much there right now. They're sinking. And Michigan has sunk against back-to-back opponents. Michigan State, who is awful, only win Michigan State has so far this year against Jim Harbaugh in the big house. I don't know if you can call it the big house when there's no real fans there, but against Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. And now you've got a situation where uh, Michigan lost on the road against Indiana. And now Michigan basically has to beat Wisconsin or the wheels will be completely off of the Jim Harbaugh Express. And you can maybe argue that the wheels are already off. But man, to me, this is a pretty compelling matchup. Wisconsin has to win if they want to stay alive in the Big Ten West. And Michigan has to win if they're going to have any kind of a respectable season. So to me, this is the best college football game Given all the cancellations, maybe the one with the most at stake in both directions, Michigan-Wisconsin. I can't wait to see what's going to happen in this one. It's my number one college football draft pick. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one to say the least because Michigan, I mean, what happens if Michigan gets blown out again? I, I, I don't, I mean, I really think that this is going to be a mutual divorce between Harbaugh and Michigan. I think he's going to say, you know what? I'm ready to go back and coach in the NFL. I'm going to just leave you guys. No ill feelings. I mean, it's his alma mater. He will be at that time 0-6 against Ohio State. I think the illusion that was sold to Michigan fans was you're getting, I mean, I think this is what they were selling, you're getting Nick Saban or you're getting Urban Meyer. And the reality has been they got Bo Pelini. Now, there's nothing wrong with Michigan going nine and three, eight and four. It's not like it's been an unmitigated disaster for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, but the expectations were so far outside the realm of what has actually been delivered that I think that's where Michigan fans are left feeling like they were just misled. They believed that Ohio State's level of success was coming to them the moment Jim Harbaugh arrived. They thought, you know, when you go back and watch all the plane flights of Nick Saban landing in Alabama and the success that he has had. By the way, off the top here, we haven't spent a lot of time talking about this this week, but Alabama's back to the number one team in the country. 13 straight seasons, Alabama has been the number one team in the country at some point. We talk a lot about records that may or may not be broken. To me, Alabama going... 13 straight seasons being ranked number one at some point in time is a record. If you told me right now, hey, Clay, you have to take a record that is not going to be equaled at any point for the rest of your life. And let's say I'm going to live to be 85. All right. So that's two generations basically from now. I would take Alabama 13 straight seasons at being ranked number one overall. That's almost impossible to happen. That's the longest stretch of all time. I don't think anybody's ever going to be able to do it. I would rather I, I would give somebody a better chance of breaking Joe DiMaggio's hitting streak than I would over the next 13 seasons 
and maybe it'll be 14 next year for Alabama, of somebody ever being able to do that. I just in, in college, where you turn over the number of players so frequently, the odds of there ever being a dynasty that is this dominant to me in the rest of college football history, certainly in the rest of my life, is almost zero. So that's one that I would take there as being incredibly unlikely. Uh, what have you got, uh, by the way, for, for your pick? I cut you off because you got me so fired up uh, talking about uh, that scenario that led in for Alabama. But Harbaugh, you know, the difficulty of knowing exactly what's going to happen with Jim Harbaugh, uh, if he loses, I don't see any ways back. Yeah, and uh, just I don't see any ways back regardless, but but it makes it even worse if he loses. He might not finish the season. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. And just one more thing on that Alabama streak. It's obviously impressive, but personally it's one that I just simply do not like at all. But yeah, right, because you're an Auburn grad. That'd but. be correct. But for my game, I'm going to go to the ACC with Notre Dame traveling to Boston to play Boston College. Now, obviously, Notre Dame coming off that massive win over Clemson, but Boston College has kind of been sneaky good this year, especially at home. Uh, they've been on the road in back-to-back weeks, and we'll remember two weeks ago, they almost pulled off the impossible by beating Clemson uh, two weeks ago in Clemson. And then last week, they snuck one out against Syracuse. They're back home where they're 3-1 and one this year. They're one loss coming to a pretty good UNC uh, team, which and that game was pretty close as well. But this is just like the classic letdown spot for Notre Dame. And to add on top of that, they've had, which I think has probably been a distraction this whole week, with the you know the students storming the field story because that's basically been a national story all week with the uh, the Corona Bro community, so I think that could be a distraction preparing in uh, practice. I think this could be a letdown spot. They might just take Boston College a little bit easy, and if they don't watch out, history may repeat itself. As you mentioned earlier in the show, that kind of history lesson you taught us with uh, Notre Dame and Boston College and Notre Dame coming off a win against a number one team. Yeah, I look, it happened back in 1993, and certainly Notre Dame, which is a program that is steeped in lore and legacy, those kids would be more aware of that than they would be almost anywhere. BC, as you mentioned, has been a bit of an enigmatic team. They're 5-3, and three, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, on the season. Good wins, also some complete no-shows. But at home, in a battle of the uh, Catholic faith, this would make BC's almost a decade to beat Notre Dame in a scenario like this. Certainly, it would be worth multi-year wins. And so, if this were able to happen, it would be pretty incredible to uh, to follow for sure. Uh, all right, uh, when we come back, we'll dive back into some more of the Masters and the NFL beginning Week 10. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter? If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours.
One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in pick six credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for pick six use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I'm still fired up about this punt. The more, the, more, the more I think about this awful punt last night in Thursday Night Football, Dub, if you gave me a hundred... I, 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 I really believe this. I have not kicked a football. I'm trying to think of the last time that I would have kicked a football. I would guarantee you, everybody out there right now, if you gave me a hundred straight punts... Every single one of them would go longer than 17 yards. Every single one of them would go longer than 17. And I'm not a professional NFL kicker. So I I just, I don't see this as being remotely difficult in any way to be able to actually manage. Dub, how many, like if I had 100 kicks, how many kicks out of 100 do you think I could make go further than 17 yards? I mean, this is kind of like a free throw to uh, normal guys like you and me, I think. I think we'd definitely, we would definitely hit well over 85%, I would hope. I mean, I don't know. You're getting pretty old, so maybe not, but <laughs> I know for a fact. I mean, I, I would have to stretch out my hamstrings. I don't know the last time that I actually kicked a football, but if I couldn't get a football 17 yards, I, I mean, that would get, uh, that would be, I, 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 this is actually a challenge that I would be open to. I think and it's I a great challenge. What what would I have to do on this radio show to be the equivalent of a 17-yard punt? It's such like, a I'm great question. Like, I'm a professional question. radio guy. So, what would I have to do that would be so bad that everybody out there listening would be like, oh my God, this is guy, like, I could do better. than Some, some of you are probably thinking that right now. But some of you probably think that every single morning. But as a professional radio guy... What would I have to do for everybody out there listening? Like I said earlier, I would have to maybe say five curse words. I don't even think it's one curse word. Because I think if I said one curse word, first of all, hopefully Danny G would hit the drop button. But if it didn't happen, I don't think that many of you would be like, oh my God, I can't believe Clay Travis said a curse word on the radio. That's unbelievable. Like so incompetent of him. I think most of you would be like, oh, that's kind of a screw up. Like not, you know, whatever your job is, it's like, oh, probably shouldn't do that. But in the grand scheme of things, not, I'd have to drop like five curse words in a row. I think you'd have to fall asleep on air live. I, I think you'd have to be like seven that's, minutes that's, into the open of the show. And then, and then I, and you guys are just like, what's going on? And what then the whole audience hears you snore. I think that might be the equivalent and of it, a 17 it, yard punt. Yeah. And then it takes us like 10 minutes to wake you up. Something along those lines. And then I you mean, curse five times once you finally wake up. I think Mike Francesa once fell asleep live on the air. I believe you're right. I mean, he's old. I'm not as old as him. So I'm not going to say it won't happen to me at some point if I keep doing radio long enough, especially morning radio. I mean, there are definitely times when I'm talking with my eyes closed. So the next step would definitely be falling asleep. But that is uh, that is absolutely crazy. By the way, you've been obsessed with this Masters app that you've been watching. How awesome was Tiger Woods 
opening round. It's the best opening round he's ever had in the history of the Masters. Yeah, first round at the Masters, bogey-free, ever. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty remarkable when you think about it. it I mean, it conditions totally were pretty much ideal for ideal. these guys because these greens were so soft. These guys are so damn good. They get a number, and when they can just fly it there and the ball stops, I mean, we saw Paul Casey go 7-under, Xander Shoffley's 5-under. I think 32 guys or 33, something like that as we stand right now, are minus two or better, which is insane because Augusta Nationals obviously not an easy course by any stretch of the imagination. So we'll see how it uh, firms up a little bit. I think all the rain has passed through. So as the week goes on, the conditions should be getting harder and harder. Yeah, I don't think uh, there's any doubt at all about that. Um, I, by the way, I'm still, I'm going to talk, I'm going to continue like your suggestion about the fact that I would have to fall asleep live on the air. I need to do more research on this idiot punter and how in the world the Titans ended up with him. And I mean, who did he beat out? How is it possible this guy beat out anybody? Uh, when we come back, we'll talk more about Thursday night football. We'll also get you ready for the NFL weekend to come. One of my writers, Bobby Barak is going to swing by and we'll give you all the gambling picks for the weekend, this is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.